1, verses 17 through 20. God's word reads, When we arrived at Jerusalem, the brothers and sisters received us warmly. The next day, Paul and the rest of us went to see James, and all the elders were present. Paul greeted them and reported in detail what God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. When they heard this, they praised God. This is God's word. You may be seated. If you're uh, visiting with us this morning, uh, you see a lot of things up here on the stage that you probably normally do not see uh, when you come to church or go to church anywhere. And all of these things that we put up on the stage are reminders of activities and events and ministries and, 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 and things that were a part of our church family in 2014. And so what we do every year is we take one Sunday at the beginning of the year to look back over the previous year. And the reason for this is that God wants His people to remember His mighty works among them. He is always reminding His people to remember. That's one of the things that Moses did before the people got ready to go in a second time, a second attempt into the promised land, was to remember all of the things that God had done for them to instill faith and create faith. And the reason for this, the reason for the command to remember and to exercise our memory muscles is because we need to avoid faith amnesia. First Chronicles chapter 16. Look to the Lord and seek His strength. Seek His face always and do what, church? Let's say it together. Remember the wonders He has done, His miracles and the judgments He pronounced. Over in the New Testament, Peter stresses the importance of reminding people too. Second Peter chapter 1, Peter is probably not far from the end of his life. And he says to people that he really cares about, people of a church that he has ministered to, he says, I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it's right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. And so what we're going to do this morning is to remember, and there are a couple of reasons for that. We have a couple of goals this morning. The first is encouragement. Sometimes we don't see the forest for the trees, and there is so much that's going on, so much energy that's being expended. It's going in so many directions that it's hard to get our minds around it. But we also want to evaluate. Not only is it important to be proud of our church, but we want to evaluate as we get ready to go into 2015 and to think about the things that we can do better. I mean, there are a lot of things to to praise God about being a part of this church family. There are also a lot of things that we need to do better. There's a lot of growth spiritually that we need to experience as as members of this church family. There is always room for us to grow personally. And so the question that we're going to ask this morning personally, even though we may not address it uh, until next week, is how can I do a better job of being a member of this church family? How can I be a better disciple of Jesus and Nazareth in this community of San Antonio? Now, 2014, our theme was, as you can remember, forward. And the point of the theme was to always remember that we are a people who are led by God forward into a future, that He is a God of the living and not a God of the dead, that our best years are ahead of us, that God is always with us, not just in the present, but in the future. And our theme verse was Psalm 25, verses 4 and 5. It's up here on the screen. Say that verse with me one last time together. Show me the path where I should go, O Lord. Point out the right road for me to walk. Lead me, teach me, 
For you are the God who gives me salvation. I have no hope except in you. Now, you will remember that our church focuses on five different areas of, 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 of church life. And that comes out of two very important scriptures found in the New Testament, both found in Matthew. The first in Matthew chapter 22, the second in Matthew chapter 28. The first is known as the Great Commandment. Jesus, in ask, being asked the question, what is the greatest of out of all those commandments and the laws and all of that stuff that we read in the Old Testament, what is it crystallized down into? What does it boil down to? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The second is found in Matthew chapter 28. It's known as the Great Commission. And Jesus is speaking to His disciples about their duty, their work, their service, their mission after He goes back to heaven. A mission and a service and a duty and a work that the church picked up on beginning in Acts chapter 2 and it spread throughout the entire world. But Jesus in Matthew chapter 28 says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And so there are five areas of our church life that come out of these two scriptures. The first is worship. It's not just what we do every day, but it's what we do when we come together on the first day of the week. We worship God and, and magnify Him in the middle of a culture that's trying to diminish Him. And then number two, it's about outreach. It's reaching out in faith with the words of the Gospel, with, with good deeds and good works, with, with the example of the fruit of the Spirit and the way that we live in order for people to see what God is really doing in the human project. The third is discipleship. When you become a Christian, it's not a graduation, it's a new birth. And what you grow up into, as Paul says in Romans chapter 8, is conformity to the image of Jesus. All of us, with the personalities and the, the, the traits and the abilities that God has given us, are growing up in order to look like Christ. And then there's ministry. All of those things that God has blessed you with in terms of talents and abilities, you use those in such a way that builds up the body or it somehow reaches out into people's hearts and helps them to understand what the kingdom of God is all about. And then finally, fellowship. You know it's not easy. You know this, some of you better than I do, that it's not easy to, to maintain faith and maintain your spiritual integrity in a culture like this. And so the highlight of your week is when you get together with other Christians, whether it's on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or a Wednesday night or at a meal or at some other Bible study or some kind of a ministry project throughout the week. That is a highlight of your week because you're finding encouragement and you're finding a good word and you're finding a positive spirit and you're finding a, 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 an encouraging spirit that is being infused into your life by people who really want the best for you. And so those are the five areas, worship, outreach, discipleship, ministry, and fellowship. And that's how we're going to divide up the year this morning as we think about it. Now let's begin with worship. We are, I think, blessed to have a really great couple of song leaders. Ben Bailey and Jeff Glass throughout the year do the majority of the song leading. Uh, Jeff on Sunday night, Ben on Sunday morning. 
And not only that, they help us to learn new songs. And we learn songs like Stronger, How Great Is Our Lord, and A New Anointing This Year. I also want to recognize David Rainey, who helps organize the distribution of the mics to the mic singers every Sunday morning. And for an assembly to take place, and for all of the Bible classes to take place, there's just a lot of people that work behind the, the, the scenes. Uh, a couple of months ago, somebody came up to me and said, you know, I don't know who does the slides. Maybe you do and maybe somebody else, but I think they're awesome. And I want you to know that most of those slides, probably 90% of the slides that you see up here on the screen, week after week after week, are, are, it, it's the result of the hard work that Richard Chow puts in behind the scenes, making sure that those things are beautiful. The sound room is, is, is sort of run by Robert Hatcher, who's the deacon in charge of that. But we have Grant Cobb and Dylan Sanchez and Jeff Hosman and Brian Taylor and Kenny Burroughs and Steve Linscombe and Jeff Marks and Tina Sanchez and Brody O'Brien working that sound room every week, making sure the slides and the sound are working. Jimmy Carter, communion preparation. You've got guys that are organizing in, in the back like Larry Wojtasek and Reeder Dowdy and Jason Brand and Rico Counts and Paul Bonine and Byron Tony. Brian Howe, the ushers helping people find seats. Tom Lockridge. You know, one of the great ministries that we have in this church are the greeters. I mean, can you imagine what it's like? You've had a bad week. And you've had a, a week in which you didn't feel very close to, to God. And maybe you made a couple of mistakes. Or maybe it was just in a discouraging week at work or in your marriage. And you come to this church building and there's somebody with a smile on their face that says, I'm glad to see you. And I'm happy you're here. And they touch you and they hug you and they shake your hand and they give you that announcement sheet. And, they, and they, they help direct you to where you need to go. The greeter ministry is so important. And then we have guys like, like Steve and Eddie who are running around. You know, one of the jokes, uh, and, and we think that people are kind of picking up on the fact when they see myself and Steve and Eddie kind of come out to the front and we're starting to scan the audience, the guys, especially if they have a tie on, I don't know why it's the tie, but they begin to not look at us uh, to make eye contact because they know we've got to find somebody to substitute. You made eye contact, you're the one. We had special assemblies, baby recognition, all those babies stretched out here in front of everybody. And as a church, they're not just the kids that belong to these parents and to the grandparents. These are our kids, amen? And we pray for them and we teach them and we love them and we pr we, we were there for them as a church family. We had a Father's and a Mother's Day recognition. Uh, we recognize all of our seniors when they graduate from high school in a special recognition service on Sunday night in May that Cody Spear puts together. This year we had a Christian Education Sunday and Dr. John DeSteiger from, uh, uh, from o Oklahoma Christian University came and gave uh, just a marvelous lesson. We had a uh, standing room only in here just about at our Easter assembly. And you'll remember that one of the great things that we did this year was celebrate the 60th year of our presence in San Antonio. And just had all kinds of former members come and, and visit on that special Sunday. Every Sunday morning we have sparks where our young children are being taught the Word of God. We have a, a special um, this year, really different because normally you have a little mini-series of sermons. This year we spent the entire year going through the entire book of the Bible. We started in Genesis on the second week of January, and by the third week of December, we were done with Revelation. We covered in 72 sermons every book of the Bible. Well, you're saying, well, preacher, in there 60-something-odd books? Why did it take 72? Well, you know me. I'm kind of long-winded, and I like some points a lot better than I like others. Outreach is another area. Barry Newton. Man, we are so blessed to have this guy, and... and 
And you know, Barry, one of the really important things about Barry is Barry does not want to be known as the evangelism guy, even though he's our outreach manager. He wants to be known as the guy that is helping us as a church of, of 1,200 people do a better job of sharing our faith. And so, you know, one of the things we saw this morning when we were showing all of those names that rolled through on the slides when we were singing the greatest commands, this year, in all of these Bible studies that were conducted all over San Antonio, nearly 30 people were added to the Lord. One of the things that Barry also wants us to, to do is to see how all of our ministries... And, and a lot of times it's ministries that we don't connect with evangelism, but ministries that, that help us connect people to the Lord. And they're evangelistic and outreach oriented in that sense, just in the way that we perform them to the glory of God. And so one of the things that we're going to do uh, on the 18th of this month is to have the Servant Hearts Lunch. And that's a way for all of the people that do ministry to be thanked for the ways that they have, have blessed people's lives in our church family, in the community. It's also a way for you to see how you can get plugged in and how that being plugged in makes a difference in the way that we, we are perceived as a church in this community. Operation Connect continues to be effective in helping our visitors connect to our church family. Barry presented on a couple of occasions the Mustard Seed Seminar which helps people like you and me understand with the personality that we have and the, the interaction that we have wherever they might be, those avenues of, of contact with people, how we can do a better job of helping them to understand what the gospel is all about. Uh, Mark Blankenship, who is the head of our, our, our uh, missions ministry, once a month gets up here in this pulpit and for one or two minutes talks about how our church is involved in missions around the world. Uh, one of the things that was really great about missions this year is we had kind of a, a lot of people going out and a lot of people coming in. One of our new elders, Brent, and his wife, Cheryl Lee Washam, they visited Dr. and, and Mrs. Whitaker in Swaziland, South Africa, to see the work that they're doing with the establishment of, of, uh, of that new clinic and hospital. Uh, Dr. Whitaker was able to come in the early part of this year and spoke about that work. And you remember some of the things that they're facing. Uh, Swaziland, South Africa, is one of the most densely uh, populated areas in the world when it comes to people who are infected with the AIDS virus. And their work with people that are suffering from AIDS is extremely important. Manuel and Melissa Soto and their family were here on, on furlough this year from, from Santiago, Chile. We got to hear Manuel preach. Uh, we sent members of our church family to a campaign down in Honduras that was led by uh, the, the Perez family. We sent members on a three-week campaign to Taiwan that was led by uh, Eric Richter and his son, Jason. Uh, Eric was the guy that led the collection prayer this morning. We were really blessed by, by that campaign. We continually support the work of EEM, and we're sending Bibles every year to places all over the former Soviet Union where they're asking, can you please send us Bibles? We want the Bible to help teach us morals and to teach us values and to teach us ethics, and at the same time, it's teaching the gospel. The big event with missions this year, though, was the return of the Heistons after 15 years of ministry in Japan. And as you know, they, they spent a, a, a several months, actually, with our church family here. And after being in Japan for 15 years and, and doing their ministry exclusively in Japanese and, and being enculturated there in Japan, they needed that time to be able to, to, to come back to the United States and, and to figure out what life in the United States was like again. 
and also to give uh, Ken some time to figure out the direction that God was leading him in terms of ministry. And as you know, today in Sweeney, Texas, is his first sermon as the pulpit preacher of the Sweeney Church of Christ in Sweeney, Texas. Tim Hunter, WBS. A lot of you are involved in WBS, World Bible School. If you'd like to be involved with that, uh, go see Tim. Our church sent my wife, Ellen Absher, with a team of women to Brazil in October in order to minister to missionary women from probably eight, nine, ten different nations in South America. And she was down there for ten days taking care of those missionary wives. This year we expanded our weekly radio spots from KTSA to ESPN. And in 2015, it's going to go from the AM for KTSA and ESPN to the FM for both of those stations. So we're actually going to be on four stations. Uh, the Christmas Eve Devo that we had just a couple of weeks ago. Christmas Eve, you know what that is. It's the day before Christmas, right? We had, in the middle of the afternoon, 415 people here. And all we did was just read the Word of God and to tell the story and to sing the songs and, and, and to pray and to ask and to ask God to remind us of the greatness of the Incarnation. We have, uh, 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 on a couple of occasions, been involved in some community um, uh, endeavors. One was a, a, a police officer. There was a, a wounded police officer. Some of us uh, participated in the benefit barbecue that took place in our own church parking lot right outside these doors here. And so that was in the area of outreach. We next come to discipleship. We started the year off with the Insight Seminar. Dr. Jim Baird from Oklahoma Christian came and talked about the great theological themes of the Bible in, uh, uh, in lieu of the fact that we were looking at every book of the Bible this year. Besides our normal Bible class offerings, which are topical and textual, we offered the Fight Less, Love More class. Sounds like a wonderful class. Fight less, love more. Who doesn't want that in a marriage? And the Abshers and the Shows uh, inaugurated that class and it's been taught at least one other time. We'll be doing it again in 2015. We had ladies' Bible class. Uh, we had a couple of offerings of the grief ministry, the, the training that, that Edward and Gray Biggers do. Uh, one of the, the classes that I took personally this year was the NAMI class by Don and Carol Hollins. And, and I would love for every member of our church family to do those two classes in the next five years, to, to, to attend the grief class and the NAMI class. This is such an important ministry as we, we think about not just the ways that we minister to the more traditional and typical issues of a culture, but especially in light of, of the growing um, uh, efforts to, to deal with mental illness and emotional illness in our culture. Uh, NAMI is a, a great, great class. Uh, we did mentoring moms on Monday nights. We did what a difference a mom makes. And then Richard taught the, 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 uh, the parallel class what a difference a dad makes this year. Uh, Douglas Brown and Jerry Collins and the Ranslavens helped to do Financial Peace University, helping people get their money and their stewardship issues in order. And so in, in the area of discipleship, there were a lot of ways to have your life changed and to put on track with God's will. Number, uh, number four, ministry. One of the, the, the sad things that we experienced this year was uh, when Kirby Antwine resigned from our children's ministry. But a, a blessing that came to us was in the hiring of Seanette Brandt as our new children's minister. And the children's ministry, as you know, is a very, very active ministry with classes on Sundays and Wednesday nights. Uh, there are sparks that takes place during our assemblies. The, the children and their parents had a month-long series of classes in the fellowship hall called Family February, you've probably seen the slides as we get ready for family February, February to happen in 2015. 
Uh, we also had terrific Tuesdays, a cooking class uh, a, a, or a cooking camp, a science camp, and a service camp that was happening with those little kids right here on our church campus. We had reading camp. The theme this year was overboard. We had a lot of kids from the neighborhood come to that reading camp. We had fall festival. And we had a ton of kids and a ton of visiting parents and families from the neighborhood come and to be a part of the fall festival in October. We did teacher training for Cradle Roll. A longtime member, Sheila Christian, now up in the, the, the Lampasas area, her husband, Jerry and, and, and Sheila, they were members of this church for a very long time. She was invited back to come to, to do some teacher training for the Cradle Roll. We had summer camps. I mean, what is summer at Mac without these summer camps? You have the high school and the middle school and the elementary age camps. Uh, Cody Spear, I think we have the best youth minister in the world. He does a wonderful job with those middle school and high school students. Every summer, kids are involved in work camp. And what Cody and other youth ministers from uh, churches, uh, sister churches in the area are doing, are they're painting houses. This past year, it was, it was uh, eight or nine houses that needed a coat of paint from neighborhoods that, that, where that was difficult. And it wasn't really just about slapping some paint on the side of a house. It was also about loving these families and helping them to connect with that kind of love, that being the conduit to understand that the gospel is for them too. Uh, there were mission trips that were taken to Monday, Texas, into to, uh, the Camp uh, Verde area of Arizona. There's Sunday night fire on the fourth floor. The youth-led assemblies that we've all been blessed by. Man, those slides are going by fast, aren't they? We've got, we got a lot of stuff to go through. The area-wide youth assemblies that, uh, that the, 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 the kiddos from, from as far away as Kerrville and from Uvalde all coming together to worship God and to know each other. We had the back-to-school campaign where we were, we were donating back-to-school supplies for kids and, and backpacks and, and the school supplies that they needed from families that could use a little bit of extra help making ends meet. Uh, Douglas Brown, who does so much work with our adult education. And one of the things that he does is try to get people involved in ministry. And not only that, to get involved in donating blood. We have two blood drives per year over in the fellowship hall. We give anywhere from 30 to 34, 35 pints of blood. You know, I said 30 to 35 gallons a couple of weeks ago. And that was a little bit too much. But I'm talking pints. I noticed all of you were looking a little pale, you know. But Doug does such a great job. I'm so proud of Doug. The men's prayer luncheon and the Thursday morning prayer breakfast that's been going on for 20 years. The men's retreat, all of that organized by the men's ministry. This year we had with Don and Carol Holland, who work with our senior adults, they, uh, they put together the senior adult health fair. And the people that went to that were blessed. The ladies' ministry had a ladies' retreat at the beginning of, of this year and, and the beginning of last year. It's a, it's a yearly event. We're going to be doing some announcing about that next week at the beginning of the, of, the, uh, of the assembly. Next week, ladies, have your ears perked up. Senior crafters. I always thought that was a great name. Crafty people in their senior years. Get, but that's not what it means. It's senior crafters are the people that get together every Thursday and they put together crafts that are going to be donated and they bless somebody. If you want more information on that, contact the church office. We have ladies that get up here every Thursday morning and they quilt. And they put together all kinds of, 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 of quilts and, 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 and lap blankets and these kinds of things that bless people's life. Uh, one of the things that's kind of sad about the, 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 the time that we live in is that, you know, there's just, it, it's dangerous from time to time. And we have men that walk around uh, our parking lot and around our building and they're just kind of a presence. 
And, and they just are, are just keeping their eyes out and wanting people to be saved. That's the MAC watch. Uh, at the end of this year, we had holiday harvest. We gave over $31,000 in cash aside from what we had given that morning in our regular contribution. And what did that cash go to? It went to feeding 550 families or more. It was at least 550 families this year that could use a little bit of extra help in our community. These families came to us through our relationship that Richard has forged with the um, with uh, the, 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 the school districts and, and with uh, school counselors and these kinds of folks. These are folk that really could use help. And through your generosity and through your giving, 550 families in this community were helped. And then the last area that we'll look at is, is fellowship. Uh, one of my favorite events was couples in camo. There's nothing like being able to come to church dressed like you want to be dressed every day of the week if you're a guy. And so we were all in our camo, and that was on Valentine's Day, and Richard's FAMAC ministry does a wonderful job. The ladies have a couple of big events every year, the fall social, the gift exchange. We had senior adult game days. And then one of my favorite events, it should be aptly named Praise of Pecan Pie, but because some of you have not been converted yet to the merits of Pecan Pie, we just call it Praise and Pie. And on the Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving, we just get together. And we just spend a time praising God. You were, those of you who have been there, there's about 300 people over in the fellowship hall. We just praise God. It's a time of praise. We dismiss classes on Wednesday night. We get together on Tuesday night to pray for people that are going to be traveling. And we praise God. And it's thankfulness that we show to God for all of the ways that He's blessed us. And then after that, you know, we have some of that good pie. Uh, at, in, in 2014, we also uh, saw three longtime elders honored for their, their decades of, of leadership here at MAC. Uh, we honored uh, Charles and Sylvia Branch. Uh, Charles, I think, had been an elder here since, you know, since before a lot of us were born. Just decades that he and Sylvia served this church. Um, uh, Doug and, and Loda Brown, same. Decades and decades of service to our church family. Leadership, spiritual leadership. Rich Taylor and his wife, Kurt, were honored as well. And we recognized all three of these couples, even though they were stepping back from that, that, that visible leadership, we recognized not just the past and the present impact, but the future impact on our church that these families have just by their very nature. And we also added three more elders this year. We, we, uh, we added Brent Washam and his wife, Cheryl Lee. We also uh, added Brad Roach and his wife, Beth, and Kevin Haley and his wife, Trina, to the, the, the elders, uh, the, the group of elders, the shepherds that lead our church family. And we want to continue to pray for these men as we get ready in 2015 to, to tackle whatever it is that God has in front of us, to go through whatever door God has opened for us. You know, let me apologize. You try in a, in, in a message like this, you really do try to, to cover as much as you can in terms of all of the different activities. And let me say ahead, of, if, if I didn't specifically name your ministry. It's not because we didn't notice it. All of our ministries are important. So I apologize in advance if I didn't get to a place where I could, could name your ministry. But I just want to say as your minister, one of, one of the most encouraging things that I do at the end of every year, and, and I think as we kind of sit in a circle with, with the ministry staff and talk about all of the things that have been accomplished, it's so encouraging to see the faith and the resources and the, and the, uh, the, the generosity and the bravery and the, the courage and the stepping out on faith that we see so many of you doing each year because of the cross of Jesus and because of the ways that the gospel has changed your life. And again, you know, this is, this is not about bragging. 
This is about recognizing what God is doing in our church. And to ask the question, as 2015 rolls in front of us, how can we as a church bring godly influence into this community? How can we, through our service and our generosity and the words that we speak and the way that we respond and react to situations around us, how can, how can we bring godly influence into San Antonio? Not just around the world, but specifically where we live and where most of us are going to spend the majority of our days in 2015 in this community. That's what we're going to begin talking about next week. But having said all that we've said this morning and and thought about all of those different ways that God has been glorified and made much of in this church and worshipped and all of that, we want to worship God again before we close out. And during this next song, we want to worship God and praise God for the greatness of His presence, the greatness of of His generosity with us. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't want to go where my imagination can take me in my mind to what I would be like without the presence of God in my life. And during the singing of this next song, maybe you've been wondering what your life would be like if you did introduce God to it. And we're going to have a couple of shepherds down here at the front. And we want you, if you've been asking that question, to come down to the front and to talk to these shepherds while the rest of us stand and glorify God together. Center of a key.